1: Welcome to Throwback Trivia Take Down, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees, and I am riding solo today and riding dirty as always. Uh, today, we have got two bench warmers going at it. We've had multiple Benchwarmers on the show before, and this first one, you have heard him before on our show. He is part of the world-famous BFOP network. I can say that because there are some people across the world who listen to our shows. Uh, he is the host of People Don't Forget, and he's also a host on that show, Benchwarmers. Uh, I am talking Scott Prime Time Grimes. Scott, please uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
2: Oh, thanks, Adam. Uh, first of all, I miss John. I just want to throw that out yeah. there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, it's uh, tough doing this solo, having to do all the, you know,
1: everything else. It's I figured. Gotta, yeah.
2: yeah, no, I, I'm interested to see how it works as a one-man operation here, but uh, I'll be patient with you, I promise. Um, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I can't beat that introduction. I'm Scott Grimes. Like Adam said, I, I podcast way too much is what I realized during the intro. But uh, yeah, I host a, a podcast that's part of the BFOP network called People Don't Forget. It's a nostalgia cast. Uh, you know, we just talk about things of the past that we miss and things that were better and how everything kind of sucks today. So, um, you know, if, if you're one of those people that really likes to indulge in, you know, kind of the things from your childhood or your adolescence then give us a listen you know it's a lot of different topics i've had adam on the show i've had eric on the show i've had marcus on the show i've had sam carr on the show so i've had some great guests and um you know who've been on this show so if, if you're a fan of the theirs or mine come and listen um i also do benchwarmers trivia podcast with a bunch of guys i like pretty much all of them except for one who <laughs> does things unannounced and unexpectedly but you know what that's the nature of the game so i'm excited
1: that's right. Uh, your opponent today was a bit of a surprise to you, and you didn't seem pleased uh, when he came on the Zoom call. No, um, but this guy was actually my teammate on an episode of Bench Warmers. He's carried me thoroughly on the All Things Waffle, Waffle Crisp episode. Uh, he'll make you beg and plead and laugh while you bleed. It's Eric Ead. Please uh, say hi and a little bit about yourself.
3: Hi. Well, uh, first off, thank you for having me. I've not been on here before. I'm like Scott, so um, I'm about to Scott. I've I've listened to a few and Scott was on all of them. And I don't know how he just appeared on all of them, but he's been on all of them. (laughs) Um, I teamed with you way back and I wanted to to start listening. And I hit a couple and then I really got into it lately. So this has kind of been my, my groove for like the last month so um, i got a lot of backlog to go through so i'm happy well, fantastic. Um, but my but my name is eric um scott already said it benchwarmer trivia podcast if you've not listened to it give us uh give us a check out um i mean if you don't like sports trivia it's just a bunch of guys being ridiculous so even without it
1: exactly it's very entertaining solid podcast with a bunch of solid guys all right um let's let everybody out there know our rules
0: Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round 1 consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories, focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown.
1: OK, now that we know the rules to our little show, uh, I want to get to know y'all a little bit better. And because you're sports people, I'm going to ask a sports related question. Who is your favorite college football
2: player of all time? Oh, that sucks. Mine because is someone that most people haven't heard of except for the bench formers. So I'll, I'll pick my second favorite,
3: I guess. Um, oh, no, I got mine. I got mine. Damn, that's a great question. Yeah, I didn't think of this. This is this is good. Um, Okay, Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, Uh, you want to go. Whoever whoever jumps in. All right. So mine would have to be. I'm a big Penn State fan. I have been forever, Um, and basically the only great year I remember watching was, I want to say, early 2000s, and it was Michael Robinson, um, the quarterback for Penn State at that time. He could do everything except throw the ball, but yet still somehow threw the ball okay enough to. to beat florida state i believe it was in the orange bowl or something like that i don't know it was a good time Uh, it's one of my favorite years and he went to the nfl and kind of just i think he played fullback so it didn't really work out in the quarterback role but michael robinson quarterback penn state all right
2: now i'm just going to go with mine then since you said someone that is maybe obscure to non-sports fans mine's even more obscure mine's kansas state quarterback michael bishop um, who was a quarterback there in like the late '90s when I really started kind of watching football? And I just remember for some reason the Kansas State was on and he was playing and I, I he was electric and he was lighting up the field and I was like, "All right, I like Michael Bishop." Um, I don't really have much else on him. He didn't do anything in the NFL. Um, he was a backup on the Patriots, I think, for a little while, but
3: that's it. But he was fun to watch in college. Scott, I will tell you this right now: I did have somebody a little more obscure that I went away from. It was Derek Williams. Oh, also Penn State, yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no one yeah. knows who he is. <laughs> no.
1: Y'all have not made this easy for me. <laughs>
3: I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you this right now. Michael Robinson, he's on the NFL network, so you probably have seen him. At okay,
1: least. I've probably yeah, seen him around. He does, I mean, and he was playing uh, around the same time I was in college, it looks like in like the mid 2000s, 2006 or 2000. Yeah, yep, it's around so the time
3: I was supposed to be in college,
1: so that's when I was in college, and the other guy. Whoever from Kansas State, <laughs> whoever uh, Kansas was from State. the 90s. And so I started caring about college football when I got to college because it's hard to go to UGA without being a little bit inundated in college football. But so simply for the fact that he played college football while I was in college. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Michael Robinson. <laughs> That's the only reason why. Uh, so that means, Eric, you get to pick your category to start us off.
3: All right. So I'll just I'm going I'm going to start just picking with the ones that I want Mm -hmm. more than anything. So it's going to go with toys and games.
1: Okay. And your decade is the 90s. What 1998 Nintendo 64 game features a male bear and his friend, a large female red bird, as they are tasked with thwarting the various evil schemes of a witch named Gruntilda?
3: Banjo and Kazooie.
1: That is Banjo-Kazooie. Good job. Scott, what category would
2: you like? I'm going to take music.
1: Okay. And your decade
2: is the 50s. Of course it is.
1: (laughs) And you get a special trip to the Throwback Lounge. So I am going to lounge sing. This uh, 1957 Billboard number 2 hit, and I need you to tell me the artist. Kiss me, baby, oh, feels good. Hold me, baby, well, I still love you like a lover should. You're fine, so kind. Got to tell this world that you're mine, mine, mine. Hey! Who was the artist of that fantastic hit?
2: Is that the normal version? No, of course not. I lounged lounged it up. Half of the songs back then were lounge
3: songs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is my first time getting the lounge treatment, so I really appreciate that. Um, Only took like four appearances. (laughs) I have no idea. I I thought that was just the normal song, the way you sang it. So in my head, I was like, oh, that's Frank Sinatra. Um, 1954, did you say? 1957. Oh, 19, oh, oh, well, that changes That changes everything I... <laughs> <laughs> Now it's in my wheelhouse See, I was aware I'm mm. ap- after 55 is, is, mm-hmm. is good for me Oh, 19, that's, man I'm just gonna go with Patsy Cline Because I don't even know too many other artists from that time So Patsy Cline uh, Patsy Cline is incorrect Eric, can
1: you
3: steal? Uh, no No <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can just did. I love Lucy sing, too, because that's all I got. Yeah, you're going to you're going to give uh, let's uh, go Lucy with let's, let's let's go with. Um, no, we'll go with uh, who, who died. Then um, you went with that. Let's go with Buddy Holly. Is that right time frame? I have no idea. Buddy Holly is a
1: good guess, but incorrect. I think the lounge style really screwed you all up on this one. If I did a little bit more like kiss me, baby. Oh, feels good. Hold me, baby. Elvis. Well, I'll, sh- well, I'll still love you like a lover should. Du-du-du-du. You're so fine. So kind. You got to tell this world that you're mine, mine, mine. It is Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. Okay. Okay.
2: He, he said, I think the lounge screwed you up. No, I think the decade screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Didn't he marry his cousin, something uh, like that? And yeah. she was
1: like underage or something, too. Was, oh, yeah.
3: Just, yeah, he was going but, along. Why, why break one law? Right? Yeah, when you <laughs> just break multiple. Let's, let's do more than one.
1: All right. Uh, we're going back to Eric. What category would you like? Oh, TV. TV. And we're going back to the 90s. This amazing voice actor voiced characters like Abu the monkey in Aladdin, Bigfoot in a goofy movie. And Bronx in Gargoyles. Uh, he was the voice of the Martians in Mars Attacks, the Anaconda in the movie Anaconda. And in the late 90s, he voiced Nibbler in Futurama, among many other characters.
3: Jeez, I thought I knew who it was. And then you listed all these other things that I don't know. Um, let's go Hank Azaria.
2: Hank Azaria
3: is incorrect. Scott, do you
2: know this one? I do don't, um, I was hoping at some point you would get to a character that was voiced by someone that I do know that is a great voice actor, but there's no way this guy would have done all of those. And he definitely was not a boo in Aladdin. But I'm gonna say Rowan Atkinson because I like Mr. Bean. <laughs> he was in Aladdin
1: as uh, or no, I'm thinking Lion King. He was in Lion, King, Lion King, yeah. As I was waiting for
2: you to say zazu like when you gave that list, but then I, I knew Eric would have got it too. No, so.
1: this is one of the all time great voice actors. I uh, absolutely adore stuff. Uh, Frank Welker. Frank Welker, oh. if you guys don't know him, or not okay. I
2: know Wes Welker. I'm not. I'm not familiar with <laughs> Frank. His <laughs> great uncle.
3: They married. They married later.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go.
2: <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, we're back to Scott, I
2: believe. Yeah, I should probably. No, you know what? I'll take movies. It's funny, y'all are staying away
1: from that one particular category that you guys. You did this last time too. I think when it was you and Marcus, you guys stayed away from sports. All right, and we're going to the 80s. We've got a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. This infamous film slacker orders a Mr. Pizza Guy pizza that is delivered to him in class uh, during the 80s classic Fast Times at Ridgemont High.
2: Uh, what's his name? It's like, is it to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Spicoli. Jeff Spicoli is correct. Played by
1: Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Good job all right getting some points on the board and now we are back to eric we still have news and politics fashion slang sports and literature and food
3: let's go food
1: okay we're heading way back to the 50s and another question from jackie lafave this product was first introduced in 1958 it has a light, sweet flavor and fluffy texture and is great for recipe- recipes, including fudge, fruit dip or frosting. However, you can also consider adding it to a peanut butter sandwich. What is the name of this yummy treat?
3: Can you do that one more time? Sorry.
1: Yep. This product was first introduced in 1958. It has a light, sweet flavor and fluffy texture and is great for recipes, including fudge, fruit dip or frosting however you can also consider adding it to a peanut butter sandwich what is the name of this yummy treat
3: is that is that fluff fluff let's go with it
1: i'm gonna give you marshmallow fluff yes if plus you new knew that's what you meant marshmallow fluff, or jet puff marshmallow cream um anything that is kind of marshmallowy fluff kind of thing around it i was gonna give it to that one okay. so yep
2: good call I was All like, you right. said fluffy in the question because I, so I was, fluffy. It threw, I was like, yeah, is it fluff? Yeah.
3: Well, I, I was going to say cool, but I'm like, I feel like no one's adding cool to a no. peanut butter sandwich. And if they are, they need to be arrested.
1: True. <laughs> All right, Scott, we are back to you. Um, I'll take slang. OK. And your decade is the 70s. In the 70s a number of fans began traveling to see Jerry Garcia's band in as many shows or festivals as they could and soon developed this nickname.
2: I'm just going to say Groupie.
1: Groupie is incorrect. Eric, can you steal?
3: I believe they were called Deadheads.
2: Deadheads is correct because they followed the Grateful Dead. I thought they followed Jerry Garcia. I was thrown off by the question.
1: I <laughs> said Jerry <laughs> Garcia's band. I couldn't say the right <laughs> breaking. Uh, Eric, we're back to you. He gets the steal and he gets to pick his category.
3: All right. You know what? Let's let's. Yeah, sports. Okay. <laughs> and it's the fifties. Yikes.
1: Oh. April thirtieth, nineteen fifty-two. This Boston Red Sox would Homer in his last at bat before heading off to serve in the Marines as a fighter pilot in the Korean war. And later on September 28th of 1960, he would Homer in his last at bat in the major league. Ted Williams. only That old is. Yep, yep. That is Ted Williams.
2: All right. Uh, Scott, what would you like? Well, we've got books, which Eric only knows one book and that's Harry Potter. Um, so I'll leave that. I'll take fashion. All right. And we're going to the 80s. These colorful
1: plastic wrist accessories were popular with 80s ladies. There was even an all-female band that shared their name.
2: Okay. An all-female band. I'm going to have to try to tackle it from there. Um, what they called Bananarama? Let's see. Is that your guess? no okay no. you're just talking it up <laughs>
1: all right just, just making sure
2: oh man i just <laughs> i wish they were called Bananarama. that'd be cool um i'm stuck between two i'm gonna say they were called go-go
3: bracelets
1: go-go bracelets is incorrect eric can you steal
3: um The only thing that I can think of for that was a band and a bracelet is a bangle bracelet. So. That was my other one.
1: <laughs> Bangles are plastic wrist bands
2: and also a band. So. Damn it.
1: <laughs> right. You are trailing behind, Mr. Scott.
2: I anticipated this.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he gets the steal and gets to pick his next category. Eric, what would you like?
3: You know what you didn't anticipate, Scott? Me taking literature. I'm not even going to do that, so I'm going to go fast. (laughs) (laughs) What's left? News and
1: politics. (laughs) News, you're going to take news and politics, okay. Uh, The decade is the 2000s. On April 12th, 2002, President Hugo Chavez was ousted in a coup by Pedro Carmona. Due to protests in support of Chavez, along with insufficient support for Carmona's government, Chavez was returned to power two days later. In which South American country did this occur?
3: Oh, jeez. Uh, Let's go. You said South America. Mm-hmm. Crap. Um, I was about to say something in Central America. Good thing I stopped. Let's go. Peru.
1: Peru is incorrect. Scott, can
2: you steal? No, Um, it comes down to which one I want to name. I'm going to say Bolivia. Bolivia is also
1: incorrect. No, this one is Venezuela. Venezuela Uh, is where uh, mm. this coup happened. Okay. All right. Uh, So that means, Scott, you are left with literature.
2: Lord of the Rings.
1: (laughs) See here. Your decade is the 50s. so so it goes back a bit they had books back then i don't know (laughs) apparently according to the internets there was some books Uh, at least this one because you have to name this 1957 novel by jack kerouac based on his travels across the united states it is considered (laughs) a defining work of the post-war beat and counterculture generations
2: that's on the road
1: it is on the road all right well done
3: Thank God I didn't have to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter was. (laughs) was I was was, was, was going to say push a novel by Sapphire, but I think that might've been.
1: (laughs) That that, was that that precious, right? Wasn't that precious? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
3: (laughs) Okay. The book was called push. See, I know that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because of the office. That's the only reason I have that.
1: (laughs) All right. That is the end of round one. And currently Eric is well in the lead with 50 to Scott's 20. That's what I got. Is that what you guys have to just want to make sure? Yep. Perfect. All right. But we have seen bigger comebacks than this happen before. And as Eric got to go first in round one, Scott, you get to pick for Eric in round two.
2: This is this will be literature, and I hope it's not pushed by sapphire.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> And we're staying in some of the old literature because we're going to the 60s now. In 1961, Batgirl made her first appearance. Betty Kane was the niece of Batwoman and meant to be the love interest for Robin. But in 1967, in Detective Comics 357, this commissioner's daughter took up the mantle and truly made the character great. Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) Well, your knowledge of Commissioner Gordon is exactly it. Barbara Gordon is correct. (laughs) All right. Uh, There you go. That's all you needed. All right, Eric, you get a pick for Scott. Oh, fashion. Okay. And our decade is the 2000s this reality star was well known for her haircut in the back. It was shorter than in the front while having harsh blonde highlights today. This person and her hair is commonly associated with
2: Karens. And you said her, it's not Brett Michaels. All right. Um, not not
1: (laughs) Brett Michaels. (laughs) Wow. So in the back, it was significantly short. It was shorter than the front.
2: Oh man. Um, in the two thousands that's a little too early for honey boo boo so i love that show honey boo boo i'm not gonna lie i've never (laughs) watched it i don't i listen to each their own everyone has their own reality shows (laughs) that for whatever reason entertain them when they shouldn't so uh yeah i have no idea uh oh she was on um she married flavor Flav. i'm gonna say brigitte nilsson Brigitte Nilsson is incorrect, but a
3: very good guess. Uh, Eric, can you steal this one? Uh, I just love that her name is Brigitte is it's just the. <laughs> <laughs> Brigitte? Um, I think it's that crazy lady. She was on that. Uh... Oh, crap. Do I need her last name or can I give the first name? Um, crap, her last name. She was on the John and Kate Plus eight show. Uh, Kate Kate Goslin. That's it. You got everything. John and Kate plus eight.
1: It is Kate Gosselin. I don't oh, know what her dumb. hair looks like. I just know she had eight kids. <laughs> she <laughs> she had that's eight eight why kids. her hair looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And he gets the steal. Uh, Scott, what do you want to give to Eric? Um, news and politics. Okay. And the decade is the 80s. The first large-scale urban riot in the United States in more than a decade broke out in this Florida city on May 17th, 1980, after four white police officers were found not guilty in the brutal beating and death of an African-American motorist.
3: You said Florida?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Florida. Really?
3: (laughs) That's who was beat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It took me way too long to realize. His name was was Florida. Like I had no clue.
3: Oh crap! I have no idea. Let's go with Pensacola.
1: Pensacola is incorrect, Scott. You got a chance to steal. Cops are just beating up
2: Emmett Smith. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only thing I associate with Pensacola. (laughs) Oh, okay, a Florida city. Um, that no, there's too many old retirees there. I doubt they're. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go with kiss of me.
1: Kissimmee is incorrect. Uh, I probably should have put a bienvenido uh hint in there. Oh, it's because this is Miami. It's Miami. No. The Miami race riot uh happened in 1980. Okay. All right. Uh no points awarded. Eric, you get to pick for Scott.
3: Uh, let's go food.
1: Okay. And the decade is the 80s. Another question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. This oatmeal breakfast by General Mills encouraged kids to play with their food. It was individually packages of instant oatmeal, but came with flavored jelly packets such as cherry, strawberry, apple cinnamon, raspberry, and milk chocolate that you added yourself. They first landed in stores in 1989, but were discontinued a few years later.
2: Man, I thought Jackie was going to give me one that I knew again. Um, Yeah, I didn't eat oatmeal. I still to this day don't eat oatmeal, so not something I paid attention to. And if it was discontinued a couple years after I was born, I probably never saw it. And if I did, it didn't register because I was eating Gerber. Um, So let's say cool cream of wheat for kids. (laughs) Cool cream of wheat for kids is incorrect.
1: Eric, can you steal?
3: Um, I'm going, I'm marketing that right now, Scott. So thank you for that idea. Um, keep, keep a lookout on shelves for the cool cream of wheat for kids. Um, I think, yes, My I have to thank my mother for this because she never bought me any of the stuff I saw on TV that I wanted. Um, so we got regular Cheerios. Occasionally we'd get the Honey Nut Cheerios, but we had to cut it in half with the regular stuff. So when we saw this thing on TV, like oatmeal with jelly and stuff inside of this, this is amazing. They were oatmeal swirlers.
1: Oatmeal Swirlers is correct. Nicely done. All right. I guess it gets a steal, keeps padding his lead. And Scott, you got to pick the next category for Eric.
2: Yeah, I do, don't I? Um, Slang? (laughs) You don't sound super (laughs) confident on that. He's (laughs) category
1: proof. Yep. All right. Uh, And we're going back to the 60s for this one. Back in the 17th century, England, calling someone this term typically meant they'd reached a good level of inebriation, but in the 60s, it was used to describe the carefree state of mind after smoking marijuana, a condition we're na- we kind of now call stoned. Donovan even wrote a song about it.
2: He's going through his Donovan uh,
3: track list in his head.
1: <laughs> if your Donovan track list is more than one song, then that
3: is intense. No, I don't even know who that is. Um, a <laughs> level of inebriation. Um, I'm just going to say the thing that I only that I refer to anytime my friends are drunk or I am drunk. I'm going to say three sheets to the wind.
1: Three sheets to the wind is incorrect.
2: <laughs> Scott, you get a chance to steal. <laughs> I think he said from marijuana. So it's not drunk. It's, yeah. It's it's, oh, um, oh, yeah, I don't do that stuff. Yeah. that's only that's only two sheets <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um but which I mean, I feel like there's a lot of terms, but what were the hippies saying? um I don't know which one I wanna pick i um let's say totally um eclipse to the heart, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're eclipsed man um, no i'll I'll just say wavy.
1: We feeling wavy.
2: Feeling wavy.
1: <laughs> wavy is incorrect. No, the one Donovan song out there is They Call Me Mellow Yellow. Mellow mm. is the term. And uh, actually, that song was rumored to be about smoking dried banana skins, which was believed to be a hallucinogenic drug in the 60s. So.
2: Wow. You would have been better off giving us a '90s soft drink clue. Yeah, right. From Mellow yellow.
3: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Did they did they debunk that? Can you can you smoke? They, it?
1: it has been tried. It is not. It is. Uh, it is not a thing from right, according right, okay. to the Wikipedia thing I saw. <laughs> okay. So. All right. Uh, all right. Where were we? Is it air uh, giving to Scott? I think.
3: Yeah, that I work? believe so. OK. Um, let's give Scott movies.
1: Okay, And the decade is the 90s. In 1994's The Shawshank Redemption, which actress and sex symbol was featured on the final poster in Andy Dufresne's jail cell that helped hide his escape tunnel? And there's a question from Chris Hasse.
2: Thank you, Chris. Oh, man. Um, Actress and sex symbol in 1994.
1: I'll read it again. In 1994's Shawshank Redemption, which actress and sex symbol was featured on the final poster in Andy Dufresne's cell uh, that helped hide his escape
2: tunnel? I didn't, say, I didn't say. I didn't say the that, sex the... symbol
1: was from 1994. I said Shawshank no.
2: Redemption. I know. I just, okay. I, just making sure. Okay, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, not uh, all right. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Shawshank Redemption is from 1994. I was just making sure you didn't think that it was. A... I, just, I didn't know if it took place, but anyways, Marilyn Monroe is my answer. Marilyn
1: Monroe is close but incorrect. Eric, can you steal?
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, yes, yes. All right, because there was a couple of them. Um, the last one was I believe she doesn't move her arms when she runs or walks. <laughs> um, it's Raquel Welsh.
1: Yeah, that's a was that Seinfeld reference? Is it? That, yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Uh, late Seinfeld, and I love Seinfeld. And yes, it is Raquel. Welsh so yeah Scott you're actually kind of close the you see three different ladies in posters in Andy DeFran's jail cell the first one is Marilyn Monroe the second is Rita Hayworth and then the last one is Raquel Welsh all right um, okay again with another steal and Scott you gotta give this one to Eric what next we have music TV toys and games and sports
2: um, let's go let's give him music Okay. And the decade is the 2000s. Let's give them sports. <laughs> <My>
3: God, <laughs> this.
1: this virtual band's first album was released in 2001. The band primarily consists of four animated members 2D, Murdoch Nichols, Noodle, and Russell Hobbs.
3: Uh, the Gorillas. That
1: is the Gorillas. Yep, I saw Scott shaking his head
2: pretty quickly. He was disappointed. They've Belt got down. sunshine in a bag. Like, I mean, yeah,
3: that's so cool. <laughs> it, it feels good. <laughs> All right, Eric, you got to pick for Scott. What are we? TV, toys and games and, and sports. sports, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's give him TV.
1: And the decade is the 2000s. We got another question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie, on all the questions you submit. All the questions that Chris Hasse submits, Ian Schultz, entity who's ever sent a question. Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Dora the Explorer is an American children's animated TV series that premiered August 2000. What color is Dora's talking backpack, 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 backpack? That's it.
2: Dora the Explorer. Wow. Um swiper no swiping i know Um, stuff
3: i I heard there's a map in there too yeah I repeated 89 (laughs) times
2: he's the map map. oh let's all right let let me let me think here she's shirt is orange right so (laughs) accessorizing with orange i'm gonna say purple purple
1: is correct
2: well done (laughs) Looks, looks good with orange yeah
1: is that your first question you got right in the second half? Adam, we, we, we don't have to do that. And it's a Dory Explorer question. We don't have to do that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, what are you going to give to Eric? And I guess what do you want to keep for yourself?
2: That doesn't matter. Uh, I'll give him toys and games, hoping that it's the 60s and it's something he's never heard of, but he'll know it anyway.
1: <laughs> the decade is the 80s. In this 1982 platform-style video game, you control Harry and are tasked with collecting all the treasures in a jungle within 20 minutes. The world consists of 256 screens consisting of hazards like quicksand, rolling logs, crocodiles, snakes, scorpions, campfires, and swinging vines.
3: Holy crap. Um, Wow. I think I'm having a stroke. Somebody call 911. Why do... This is bad. I've played this 800 times. Wow, I can't even it's there. And I, I'm going to know it when I hear it. I can't pull it. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I can't even think of it, I guess. It's all you, Scott. Yes, yeah, Scott. Can you steal?
1: No.
2: Um, He's played it 800 times. I've played this negative eight times. Harry and there's a lot of different world. Harry and the Hendersons, the video game.
1: <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, the video game is incorrect. Now this is the classic pitfall, pitfall. All right. All right. And we are going to end with sports. And your decade is the sixties. In the 1964 Tokyo games, volleyball and what martial art was added to the list of sports? Isao Inokuma of Japan won the gold in the heavyweight division.
2: It, well, Um I don't know if that counts as a martial art, so I won't say that one. Uh Let's go with judo. Judo
1: is correct. Yeah. Good pull. All right. So that is the end of round two. And we've got a blowout. Well, a runaway. But you never know how Eric's going to wager. You know, uh, he has 100, a hundo, two. Scott's 40, just a barely over the double mark. Uh, but you know what? Who knows? He might be feeling crazy. You know, so to find out what we're how we're going to wager, we first need to know you guys' categories for the final round. Eric, uh,
3: which category
1: would you like to go with?
3: Toys and games.
1: Toys and games. And the decade will be the 70s and scott what category do you want to add to that one
2: you know i should i should really go with literature just to maybe give myself a slight advantage but that's not fun i don't <laughs> want to do that so looking at the years i'm not going to do tvs because the years i'm comfortable with they're already gone but music's got some some area there so i'll, I'll, I'll pick music okay And the decade is the 80s. That's what I was hoping for. Okay.
1: Now you guys need to wager based on 70s toys and games and 80s music.
2: Eric, I'm just going to say if you bid all of it, and you get it right, you're going to be the high scorer in throwback trivia takedown history. What are you, why are you trying to do this to me? Because I want. I know how you like to break records, and I'm trying to well, help. Why,
3: you. I, yeah, you're trying to. You're trying to get me. All right. I, you I don't want to be. You don't want to be top dog. You. Come on. I read. I read you. I know you do. I know what you're trying to do. I'm trying to help you break a record. <laughs> that's all. Like I've done so many times on benchwarmers. I, 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 I know what you're trying to do. You know how, how I work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are the two of you guys set? Yeah, I'm good.
1: Okay. And here is your 70s toys and games question. First off, question from Jackie LeFave again. Thank you, Jackie. This party favor was created by inventor Leonard A. Fish and chemist Robert P. Cox as they set out to create an aerosol spray that would act as an instant cast for broken limbs. Fish quickly realized that their product was something else entirely and this toy was born. He patented it in 1972 and sold the rights to Whammo. And your 80s music question. And a, cr- a question from Chris Hasi. Thank you, Chris. The late Rick Ocasek, singer and guitarist with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame band, The Cars, met his wife, model Polina Poriz- Porizkova, Porizkova, on the set of this music video for what hit, for what 1984 hit uh, that, the, that his group had, The Cars. I butchered that one. You want me to read that one again? Please. (laughs) The late Rico Kasich, singer and guitarist with the rock and roll Hall of Fame band The Cars, met his wife, Paulina Porizkova, on the set of the music video for what 1984 hit song for The Cars? Crap.
2: All right, so Porizkova.
1: While our uh, two contestants are thinking about their answers, we've got a special message for all of you. Ladies and gentlemen. It's almost that time of the year, a time for fun, a time for family, a time for trivia. That's right. The annual Throwback Trivia Takedown patron tournament is going to be starting January of next year. So give a loved one or yourself the gift of trivia by going to patreon.com backslash Throwback Trivia Takedown and join at any level before December 31st to be entered into the tournament. Happy holidays. You all want uh, either of the questions again? Yeah, read that second one one more time. Yep, uh, the late Rick okasic singer and guitarist with the band The Cars, met his wife Polina Poriscova on the set of the music video for what 1984 hit song?
3: All right, I'm oh, good. Same,
1: You're good. All right. Well, Scott, as you were behind, I'd like to see how far you stay behind um, by <laughs> by seeing if you got our questions. What are your answers to our 70s toys and game and 80s music questions?
2: Uh, 70s Toys and Games, I went with a glow stick and 80s music. I went with the song Drive. OK,
3: and
2: Eric, what were your two answers uh,
3: for 70 Toys and Games? I went with Silly String um, and the car song. I only know a couple and I went with Drive.
1: OK, well, the aerosol spray that was meant to be used as an instant cast was Silly String. Yeah. And you guys both nailed on the head. It is who's going to drive you home by the cars. It is drive. So, all right. So that means Eric, you got both right. And Scott, you got both wrong. Whoa, what whoa, did you whoa. Wager? I got
2: one wrong, Adam. You got, well, you got one wrong.
1: One wrong is just as equal to both wrong in this game. <laughs> it's pretty much. You got one wrong. But, yes, you got guys. Uh, so what uh, what did I have to say? Scott, how, how did you wager?
2: All of it, 40.
1: All of it, 40. And Eric, how did you wager? 100. Oh, <laughs> he did bet the hundo, but I because he got it right, he's going up, baby. He's going up to possibly our best score. I do not know. It's, either, it's between you or Sam Carr, who has the best score in throwback trivia takedown. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd have to go back to listen to every single episode.
3: He mentioned that to me that he thinks he has the highest score. So I I had, I was going out of my way on that one. That's why.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure which one. Wow. That could have ended very different, but as it didn't, our winner today is Eric Ede with 200 points to Scott's Zippo, Zilch,
2: Goose Egg, Nada. You've got to have at least the deficit record, like a 200 point (laughs) swing. Yeah.
1: Very possible. So, all right, Eric, as our winner, please give any more shout outs or anything else you want to talk about.
3: Um, well, again, listen to Warmer Trivia Podcast. Scott and I are on there. Um, Scott does much better. I mean, he has finished with zero a few times, but normally not, normally not the case. Um, and also, too, I didn't mention this before, but Sam Carr and I um, have a podcast called the priority list podcast um where we just do top 10 lists of anything and everything um adam is scheduled to be on well not scheduled he's going to come on sam's taking a step back so i'm gonna have a bunch of guest hosts um scott i plan on having you back on again but it's a lot of fun it's just a lot of a lot of inappropriate and just fun it's just fun if you ever wondered like oh what's your top 10 like favorite pickle things and we have an episode for that so um give us a listen It's priority list podcast You find us anywhere you get your podcasts.
2: Fantastic. And Scott, anything else you want to mention? No, I mean, listen to people. Don't forget, again, if if you enjoy this and it makes you think nostalgically and you kind of reminisce about certain things from the past, um, I do it in a way where I don't finish with zero um, and I just talk about it rather than answer questions about it. So certainly give that a listen and to all the other podcasts that are on BFOP. I mean, there, there's so many great ones and every everyone does a great job. So, you know, please check them all out. And then, yeah, Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, Eric, myself, and I don't know, what how what do we have, like 18 other...
3: 69 i think yeah there's a lot of
2: giggity a lot of other people now but uh you know we we uh we work hard at it and we you know we appreciate all the support so if you are a fan thank you if you're not please check us out even if you don't necessarily think that sports trivia is your forte like eric said you know there's a lot more that goes into it there's a lot of goofing around there's a lot of humor there's a lot of there, even there's some drama sometimes so you get a little bit of everything it's like an episode of 90210 Um, but listen to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast and People Don't Forget and the Priority List Podcast and Blast From Our Past and everything oh, else Seinfeld all of it just listen oh, to right. it
3: all Right. I'm definitely Brenda on Benchwarmers I don't care what you say
2: <laughs> you're such a Brenda <laughs> you are Brenda alright
1: all right. for Scott and Eric I'm Adam and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to takedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.
2: Hi, my name is Scott and I host a nostalgia cast called People Don't Forget. Join me each episode for a deep dive into all things nostalgia. Do you remember your favorite songs from the year 2000 or the TV shows you watched in 2003? If you don't, that's okay. Listen to People Don't Forget and take a particular journey with me down memory lane.